the story behind the story in faith culture news and entertainment this is this is billy hallowell Hey, what's going on? It's Billy Hollowell, and I wanted to drop another late night episode here because I'm just looking at all these headlines. And we did the story yesterday about Greg Laurie and his church and how Donald Trump tweeted out um, that he was going to be watching Greg Laurie's service. And there were 11,207 people who came to Christ and 1.3 million people who tuned in. And I've just been monitoring these stories, and it's really incredible to watch how people are reacting in the midst of this chaos of this uncertainty with the coronavirus. I wanted to point specifically to a report in Faithwire, Dan Andros, the managing editor over there. He wrote a piece about how a couple of key terms actually were skyrocketing in Google Trends when this whole crisis kicked off. If you go back to March 15th, the word prayer It's really kind of crazy. The word prayer shot up. There were people almost immediately searching for prayer. And, you know, we've seen this theme, and it's not just anecdotal. We've seen it pop up in a number of places, but not only prayer, the search for evil, the word evil. And I think a lot of us have questions. Why does God allow things like coronavirus? And, you know, you can get to a million different discussion points about this. But what is interesting is that people have been looking for hope. We have been isolated and quarantined. And many of us, I'm in New York, I'm, I'm in my house. We haven't really left much in the past three weeks. And, you know, we're with our families, but we're also with ourselves. We're looking within ourselves to figure out what do we believe? What do we think? You know, people can't go to nightclubs. They can't go out and hang out. They, they're not doing the things that they would normally do. There's a lot less time for sin, but not just sin. There's a lot less time to be distracted. And so it's kind of crazy to me, but this report is really encouraging that people have been looking for the word prayer. They've been searching for it. Now, I've seen a couple of other stories that I wanted to point out. More than half of Americans have prayed for the end of coronavirus. This was a poll that was done, and I found that really incredible that people are actually praying for the end of this, looking for that hope. And you know, you, you hear these reports of people coming to Christ. You hear these reports of people turning to prayer. I think there's a real misconception. I've talked about this a lot. I was on Fox and Friends about a, a year or two ago, and I was talking about prayer and the misconception when a shooting happens or there's some horrible event, and a lot of atheists are like, oh, you know, your prayers aren't going to stop this. And even a lot of other Christians who might be maybe more apathetic, they'll say things like that. Well, prayer is not—we need to take action. Prayer is not going to stop everything. And Of course, we pray for things to end, and we pray for God to supernaturally intervene, but that's not the real purpose of prayer. The real purpose of prayer in a moment like that, like a school shooting, the aftermath of that, is for people who are suffering, people who are in pain. You're praying for God to come alongside them, to heal them, to ease that pain. You're praying for peace. You're praying for proper reactions. The same thing goes for coronavirus. We're praying for healing for people. We're praying that there's going to be a vaccine that will work. Prayer is such a powerful tool. It's a connective tool between us and God. And so there's a reason why human beings in the midst of chaos turn away from the things that are going on in their own lives. And when they have a moment to think, we, we turn towards prayer. We search for that term. We try to figure out, how do I pray? A lot of you are wondering, how do I pray? I mean, it is the most overcomplicated things in our mi- thing in our minds, I think. But how we pray is we buckle down, we sit down, and we just open up and talk to God. It's a it's a relationship. How would you talk to a good friend? You would open up to them. You would tell them things, and God already knows. But but confiding in Him, asking for His peace, His mercy, 
asking for him to come alongside others, people can feel prayer, and it's such a powerful tool. And I just wanted to reflect on that because I think, for me, I found myself even working out. You know, I'm on the Peloton. I'm putting on worship music more, and I'm actually praying, and I'm using it as a time to think about people, whether it's my pastor's son who's a friend, who's a paramedic, whether it's a nurse I know who just was getting over COVID, whether it's people working in the city I don't even know, people working all over the country, first responders, the people who are delivering groceries, the people who are working in grocery stores. I mean, the people on the front lines of this in every single way who are sacrificing their own health to keep this country moving and to save lives. Those are people that need prayer. And so, yes, we should pray for this to end. Yes, we should pray for grace, for our eyes to open, for whatever lesson is in the midst of this that we can take away for each of us. We should be praying for all of that. And again, looking at the fact that more than half of the country was praying for the end of this as of March 30th, that there are people searching for this on Google. There is hope. And listen, those 11,207 people who accepted Christ just at Greg Laurie's online service is just incredible to me. And if you're looking for hope, if you're not sure, I mean, all I can tell you is there is hope. It's available. If you go over to Google and you type in you type in Jesus died for us you will find the first thing that pops up is a story that i wrote about John 3:16 and about what it really means i think that's the question for a lot of people and maybe you're listening to this and you're like i don't know about this whole christianity thing i don't know about this jesus thing or maybe you've fallen away your lapse in your faith I would encourage you to, to go over to Google, type in Jesus died for us, and just read that first entry over at PureFlix and see, and there's lots of other resources out there too, but that's just something that I worked on in row, and I would encourage you, crack open your Bible. That's the best thing you can do. Read the book of John. Thanks so much for your time tonight. I just want to reflect on that. I mean, I'm, I love talking about news stories and the things that are going on, but this has been a trend that I'm watching and I'm seeing it and I am blown away by it. And I hope that you are too. I hope you tune in for another episode of the podcast. Again, I, t- I said last night, I'm going to say it again. We're going to have some great guests coming on the show here very, very soon. So tune in. Thanks for listening to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. Visit Billy on Facebook or Twitter at Billy Hallowell for more on faith, culture, entertainment, and plenty more.